But recorded live. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We welcome everyone to God's worldwide ministry. As tonight we are having our Bible study on Saturday. This is a special night for us to have. We thought we were gonna have some changes, but to God be the glory. He worked things out his way, but we were going to have to have this Bible study tonight going into Hebrews chapter 11. Thank everyone for being here with us tonight. And we look for everybody to come share tonight in the Word of God because uh, we're going to be talking about faith. And I'm telling you, we are in a faithful need time. So much is going on in all of our lives that we need to boost up our faith and be able to move forward in doing what God has us to do. So, again, we thank everyone for joining us tonight, as we always do. I see one of my one of my pastors is here. We're going to ask her to go ahead and open up the prayer. Then we're going to come back and ask Pastor Nadine to do the, the announcement. Then we're going to keep on with the prayer of God. How about you, Pastor Albright, Could you open us up with prayer? They like me. I don't I, You know what? I'm one of them people. I don't want to sit in nobody's pulpit unless they got something for me to do. <laughs> That's right. I don't want to. Don't call me up there to sit there to look pretty. If they ain't got nothing for me to do, don't send me up there because that place should be a place for people to be doing the, the work of God inside the house. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's right. So, uh, we're going to act the same way. This is my church. So, Pastor Albright, if you open us up with prayer. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. Father God, we come tonight, first of all, Lord, just to say thank you, God. God, we thank you for new mercy, God, and new grace throughout this day, Father God. Father God, we thank you for the angels that have kept themselves around us, Father God, as we went and as we came, Father God. And we thank you for ordering our footsteps on today, Father God. Oh, God, we ask tonight, Father God, that your spirit fall on this line, Father God. Oh, God, let a teachable spirit fall tonight, Father God. Let those that's on the line tonight, Father God, have a heart and a soul and a mind to receive the word on tonight, Father God. Give them clear knowledge and understand that yes. what's going to be spoken on tonight, Father God. And God, we come right now in the name of Jesus. You said we're two or three that's touching and agreeing in your name, Father God, that you should be in the midst of them. And Father God, I'm touching and agreeing right now with Pastor Carpenter and with Pastor um, Washington, Father God, that God, the, the cold that's on the inside of them, Father God, stuffy nose, runny nose, fever, yes. congestion, cough, yes. Father God, we speak to it right now, hoarseness, in the name of Jesus. And God, we cast it back down to the dry places for work come from, Father yeah. God. Oh, God, that your healing hand will be upon them, Father God. Oh, God, that they have aches and pains and chills in their body, Father God. We ask you to touch them right now in a mighty way, Father God. You say by your stripes that we are healed, and we're claiming it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, we thank you tonight for those that are on the line, Father God. Oh, God, we ask that you will open up their hearts and their, and their minds and their mouths that they may ask questions and they may partake, Father God, for this is a meal, a table set for everyone, Father God, to partake in, Lord. And, God, we come against every attack that's been assigned to this line, 
Lord, tonight, Father God. Oh, God, we cast it back down, Father God, to the dry places. Holy Spirit, do what you do best. Hallelujah. Have your way on this line tonight. Have your way in us. Let us sit down, Father God, and let you come up in us, Lord. And we bless your name tonight, God, that you bless our families, Father God, that you keep them safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. We thank you, God. We bless your holy name. Amen. 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 Somebody say hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother David Carpenter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is this Brother David Carpenter? Yes, that's who it is. This is over. Kevin Small. Oh. Hey, God bless you, uh, Brother Small. Glad to have you on our body. Amen. 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 That's one of the things used to run the streets together when I was in New York back in my back in my late my, my early days. But we thank God for him being here and joining us. Amen. Amen. We're gonna let Pastor Washington go on and give the announcement. Amen. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Hi, how are everyone doing tonight? I pray as well. I prayed it all as well. Our announcements for this evening is you don't set that you can't do it, let John do it. Yes. Yes. You you want me to do a pastor because you you your voice is gone. Yeah, let's let let John go ahead. Let let John do it. He's he's not here yet to go take care of someone like you, but I appreciate that, Pastor Albright. Thank you. Yes, go ahead. Okay. Praise the Lord on tonight. Hallelujah. Father, um, we ask that everyone would join us on. Um, are we still doing Monday, Pastor? Because you said something earlier. Monday night. You know what, Pastor? I'll go on and do it. Oh. All right. On Monday night, we have Bible study at 7, at 8 o'clock. Please join us on the same phone ministry. We are doing the book of Hebrews. We were looking to make a change because of my work schedule, but God put it right back, things right back in place. Unless some change in the next couple of weeks, we'll still be doing it on Monday. Uh, really, you really won't have to worry about it because Pastor Washington will be back with us. Um, I'm here. And, again, she'll be back doing Bible study in the month of November. So um, I'll probably do, I'm going to see tonight and Monday night, and then she'll be back that next Monday to be doing Bible study. So please come join her on Monday night. Um, on Tuesday night, we usually be with the House of Refuge with Pastor Robin Albright, but at this particular time, my good pastor is on her way getting her doctrine and all that other good stuff. And, and um, woo, getting all them good credentials to be put up as she gets her master's in theology. So we, we, we just want y'all to keep her in prayer. And when she comes back online on Tuesday night, we will let everyone know. On Wednesday night, we have our monthly revival. Come be with us. We've got an awesome woman of God coming on this Wednesday. Pastor Blood from out in Arkansas, Little Rock, 
still be coming to give a word on Wednesday night. Don't miss the fall from one of God. Uh, the revival for the month of November is with what is hope? What is hope coming out of the scripture that we're reading tonight? Coming out of Hebrews, the 11th chapter, the first verse, that says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. We want her to talk about hope. So this whole month, our revival will be coming from across the country to speak. All these pastors be put everywhere I speak on the power of hope. Amen. And I'm telling you, you need to be here. You need to know what empowers your faith. And, and, and you can find out how, how your hope is so powerful in, in embracing the movement of your faith to trust in God to bring things to pass. Um, amen. Amen. And we'll be here on that Wednesday at 8 o'clock, same number. On Thursday night, uh, I just for time my church in, in the Bronx, Pastor, Dr. Sister Charles, we usually do with Bible study with her, but at this particular time, she's doing the thing with her new members, and she wants them to get used to mature Christians being on the phone ministry with them, doing Bible study. But right now, she and her get ready to open up a house in the Bronx, and I just got to a phone. Uh, line up to have Bible study with them. So, but that night that we picked for them, I'm going to shift us all to go over there to the church. That, the other church that we're dealing with, those are some of the churches. So, we're looking forward to joining them. I'm telling you, our ministry is growing for all my pastors. We're waiting for y'all. Start reaching out and getting your churches because I'm a prayer about your church. Some people, I have no running with me that ain't got no cheap. So we're going to get y'all some cheap. Amen. 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 Somebody better say, all my pastors on this line, y'all better say amen. But anyway, and that's on uh, Thursday night. But we're not going to do that. Join us. So on tomorrow night, Sunday night, we have every month we have our Sunday evening service. I'm telling you, it ain't nothing like getting a double word on Sunday. Ain't nothing like getting a double word on Sunday. So we, we're going to call y'all to come join us this Sunday. Um, Pastor Saul, Mount of Bronx, New York. Will be coming to give the word of God. Come, hear the word of God <coughs> in a mighty way. Be with us. So this woman of God is going to turn it out. But I got my pastor that's going to be there. One's going to, going to do praise and worship. The other one's going to host the line. We're looking to have a good time on Sunday evening. Come join us at 7 o'clock. Say that again. Seven o'clock. Somebody know why I'm saying it again. Seven o'clock on Sunday evening. <laughs> yeah, I know you had to laugh. Uh huh. I got you. Seven o'clock. 
come and join us. That's me and my family. We have our own little jokes sometimes. Um, with that, we thank everybody for being with us tonight. We ask you to take lead of God and the Holy Spirit to join us on whatever night that the Spirit leads you. Come here to the Word of God. I'm going to be sipping my tea while I'm teaching this tonight. The devil it was a lie. They thought they were going to stop me from listening to the word of God, too. But do what you got to do. What the old people used to say, I was I had to press my way. Well, I'm pressing my way to Jesus. Amen. Amen. We like everybody to turn over to Hebrews chapter eleven. We're gonna open up the study tonight. With our faith, we understand. By faith, we understand. I'm gonna. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna break down all the parts that we're going to talk about tonight. Y'all know I like to go through the whole thing. So, so you're as far as I'm going. And now I'm here to go. Because I think it's 40 verse. Because <coughs> I might go through half. So do 20 and do the other 20. I don't want to keep everybody alive. Just do the other 20. Yeah, we do 22 and we do the other one, the other the faith of Moses and by the faith they be overcame. We'll do both of them on Monday. <laughs> amen, amen. So now it says, now faith is the substance of things spoken, the evidence of things not seen. For by it's the eldest obtained a good testimony. Now, ooh, that's, that's powerful. You know what I love about what this starts out? He says, now. So our faith ain't about later on and ain't about tomorrow, but now faith is the substance of the world. And what, what, what lifts me up is because we serve a now God. So now it says, now faith is something that things hope for. So now we look at our, our, our the substance of our faith, the hope that we have in what we are asking God for. And it says, for the evidence of things not seen. So here we're hoping in our faith for something that we can't. And it says, for the body, the elders obtain a good testimony. Why the elders obtain a good testimony? Because they believe in what they hope. And it gave them testimony. You imagine the elders <coughs> that came out of Egypt with the children of Israel. 
were praying all this time that, that somebody would come and they were having hope that, that their, their former Messiah, I mean, that one, would come and Moses came. And he brought them out of Egypt into the land that God prepared. They had, they had, they had good testimony. It says, by faith, we understand that the world was framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. And that's powerful in itself because this is what happened, that God spoke these things into existence that nobody had that nobody saw, but they materialized. Mm-mm-mm. But they materialized in existence from the word of God. So you got to understand, when the Bible says, speak that which is not as though it is, it's your faith that will make that which you can't see. You're speaking about something you can't see. But you're speaking in the, in the power of faith that is going to materialize. Ain't that something? Amen. You think about all the stuff that you don't ask God for. And the only reason you ain't seen it is because you didn't have faith that it was going to come. My God, that's the truth. That's true. Man, you gotta you gotta understand, you gotta you gotta have belief in the words that you speak. That's why the Bible says speak that which is not as though it is. Yes. And that's what that word is saying right here. By faith, you understand that the world was framed by the word of God. So that the things were which are seen were not made of things which are visible. See, they wasn't visible at all. But God made them come into these things. And he says it right there, by faith. And, and and we have to understand by the faith that we have that we're going to see the things that we, we, we speak out of our mind. Yes. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> you can't, you can't, let me, let me just stop here for a minute. There's a lot of stuff that people speak on, but they don't believe it or not. If oh, my God. If there's any doubt in, in what you spoke, you won't see it. Yes. Because you don't have no true belief in what God said that if you speak it, you'll speak. Amen. Because He's got to bring the past into believing. Obviously, I was was saying to someone um, uh, just the other day, I said, uh, they were saying, oh, you, uh, you're really sick. And I was like, no, I'm healed. And they would say, well, listen to how you sound. And I said, well, you know what? Um, it's my my faith. My faith tells me that I'm healed and that God has healed me. So I'm just waiting to materialize. But if I don't believe that I'm healed, <laughs> so be it. The illness will go on. But if I believe that God... Because God is in this already. He's taking care of it. 
I know that I am healed. The soreness is gone. The voice is not already returned. But I believe God, and I know in my heart that I am healed. Amen. 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 Go ahead, overseer. Amen. Amen. Go ahead. I'll wait till you finish. Somebody want to say something? Go ahead, say. Oh, no, I'll wait, overseer, if you have something to say. I'm ready. Go ahead. I'm ready. Oh, okay. I apologize. Um, I was just going to agree with uh, Alpha Washington right there because, you know, a lot of times, even though the verse says now, and as you have explained, now is right now. It just has not manifested itself because there's a there's a time for it to happen. And I think um, sometimes a lot of people don't believe that that mm-hmm. is going to happen. They don't believe that, oh, I have cancer. I don't believe I can be healed because they look at the statistics and they, and they listen to what the doctor says and they listen to what other people say and they allow doubt and fear to come into their mind, but yet they know what the scripture says, but yet they think, you know, they allow other things to influence them. So I think sometimes, you know, people get caught up in the media, they get caught up in statistics, they get caught up in all this other stuff rather than trust God. And even though some sickness is unto death, but yet whether if your sickness is unto death or whether God heals you, yet either way it is for the glorification of God. We ought to glorify God in our trials and our sickness and our troubles and in our tribulations. So um, that was all I had to say over here. Back to you. Amen. 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 You're so right. And what we have to really understand, and, and you said it, that, that they're looking at it to be done in their time, but our time ain't God's time. And, Amen. And that's what we have to realize. We got to realize one thing: when we ask for things, it's being done in the spiritual realm to be manifested in the natural. So it's a process that takes place where it becomes the past in the spiritual realm. And, and the thing about it is that we got to be able to wait on what God is going to do. And, and believe me, yes. God, God knows the timing for your healing to take place. Do you hear what I'm saying? When you go back in the Bible and you start looking at about people being healed, Jesus told a man that he healed, he told him to go down and go get in that water and then he and then come and then come when he comes go in that water to heal. He didn't heal a man right there, but the man had to go do something. And if the man didn't go do it right then the man run down there right now, he wouldn't have been healed until he went in that water. Amen. And that's, that's what we got to understand. That, 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 that even Jesus, just a man at the pool of Bethesda, and when he touched yes. that man, when he touched that man, that man had been waiting to get put in the water because that man believed that was the only way, only way he, he was going to <laughs> But due to the fact that Jesus was going to pick up his bed and walk, would he, do he believe he would be healed? Yeah. And God because his faith acted right in the dead in the midst of Jesus. Amen. Uh, can I say something else, Pastor? Uh-huh. 
Okay. Um, even when, you know, when we talk about, even if you look at Job, if Job would have given up, if he would have just thrown in the towel and just said, forget it, I've lost everything, God is not going to restore nothing unto me, I'm going to listen to my wife, I'm just going to curse him and die, I got all these sores on my body, I'm sick, people have turned their back on me, he would have missed his blessing. And sometimes that's what we do. We miss our blessings because we don't have the now faith. We don't have the patience. We don't want to wait. We want God to throw it in the microwave, hit two seconds, mm. pop it out, and there's our blessing. But we can't. You know, we have to wait on God. The Bible says, wait upon the Lord, for he shall renew our strength. While we're waiting, our strength will be renewed if we wait, if we trust and not doubt. So back to you, Pastor. Amen. Amen. That's so true. That is so true, what the pastor just said. And we need to we need to embrace that. That it's about not giving up. You know, the man the man told Jesus when the apostle sent heal his son. He said, Jesus, help me with help me with my unbelief. Yeah, yeah. He said, I believe, but help me with my unbelief. And see, sometimes we can believe, but we have a, a little doubt. And whatever that doubt is, that's that unbelief. Amen. And that, that little spot of unbelief or hinder, it being manifest to come to pass in your life. So, they do everything that, that was said just now because it's, going to be, it's something that we need to build ourselves up in the faith that God has given us. Four, uh, verse 4, and it says, By faith, aid offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than faith, through which he obtained witness that he was like God testifies, God testifies of his gift, and through it he being dead. That even at the beginning, with A's and Cain, it was the gift and the faith that he had God. A's, that even after his brother killed him, God could hear him speaking from the ground. Amen. That that is that is powerful in itself because you know what? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna bring it in to, to our land. Your faith and the way you walk in faith with the legacy that your, that your family will always remember. Yeah. Well, that's powerful right there. Because yeah. you know what? When we look at our when we look back at our grandmama, I guess say my grandmama was. Woman, that woman, no matter what God told her to do, <coughs> and she ain't never won. If she asked, she received. If she desired, she got. And I mean, I didn't know the day what it was, but I know the day being in the body of Christ, it was because of the faith that she had in God that she saw, and that faith that she had became the legacy. Yeah. Members of who she is. And that's what God is saying here 
about Abe, that Abe gave the, the gift to God, but even even the, who he was spoke out from the ground of the riches that he was. Because what he laid, whew, your legacy will always speak out when you're gone. Can I tell you all that again? Your legacy will always speak out to people that didn't even know you when you saw Because your kids and your kids' kids will pass it down from generation to generation. All, all those kids that I've seen in the pictures with Pastor Washington, they're going to know who she is. And they're going to say, you know what? Yeah, my grandmama, oh, my aunt, oh, she was a godly woman. Boom, 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 boom. She did this. She didn't take that. She didn't do this. And they're going to speak. And that's her legacy. The words and the, the, the actions that she demonstrated in her life before them will always speak out to them about who she was that she had never knew. And the same thing is going to happen with, with Pastor Albright. She's got a grandchild. Her grandchild is up on her. Her grandchild is going to grow up to see who she is. And that same person that she sees, she's going to always be able to see. Let's go on. Because let me tell you something. <laughs> it's your life that's going to give a testimony before God. And guess yes. what? Not only is she going to give a testimony before God, but your life is going to give a testimony to everybody else that's around you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't know you. They're going to know you by your testimony. Yes. Amen. And, and guess Amen. what? You ain't the one that testified. It's the people that was around you that testified about you. Yes. Or oh, they look I ain't here to preach this thing. I preach this thing. Anyway, it goes on to say, by faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not sin and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he believed. Testimony was that he believed God. Enoch lived a life that was honorable to God. His life was so honorable to God. And, and, and I want you all to take the time to go back and understand that when Enoch was just one of a few people, and when we go back in the Old Testament, <coughs> coming out of the, out of the, the lineage of uh, Adam and Eve, It was a bunch of them changed kids and all the kids that came out of there did not have a relationship with God. There was only a few of them. There was there, there was there was Shem, there was Enoch, there was Noah. Noah was the only one during this time that had a relationship with God. That's why God Noah and only Noah and his family went on the boat. Because nobody else had a relationship with God. And Enoch was before Noah, and he had a relationship with God. And nobody else did. So when he died, he believed in God. 
The other people didn't believe in God. And sometimes you got to understand, don't let nobody shipwreck your faith in what you believe in that God. But you know, you get people, oh, I don't think God is going to do that for you. Or you get the people that, that tell something to and they say, oh, well, if he ain't did it yet, it ain't going to be done. Come on now, y'all done heard him. You know, the same people will sit back your face. But here, <clears throat> God is making you know that he is, is a man Enoch. He believes in me. And his testimony before me was that he believed in God. He had faith in God. And the big thing that we, we, we need to understand, we've got to have faith. Let's get the next part. And then let's go. <coughs> Excuse me. And he goes on to say, uh, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. So now they're telling us without faith, it's impossible to please God. Somebody help me here. Why do you think without faith it's impossible to please God? Because it, he gives us a lot of examples um, in the scripture about faith. And all it takes is the size of a mustard seed. So if we, if we don't have enough faith the size of a mustard seed to trust in God, you know, if I look at it sometimes, like look at all what God has done for us. Amen. Look at the creation. Look at um, how we are created as male and female, as human beings. Just looking at his creation is enough for me to know that he's going to do what I've asked him to do. And we disappoint God. A lot of people don't think we disappoint God. We grieve the spirit when we sit and we have doubt and we have fear because sometimes some of us haven't been taught. This hasn't been, you know, taught in churches. Um, we get, we, like I said before, we allow ourselves to get to a point where we don't believe. We say we do but we really don't believe because we don't see the evidence. And so then we disappoint God because God said you were fearfully and wonderfully made. He knew all about you before you were formed in your mama's womb. He knew exactly what was going to go on with you, and he put you in this situation. Sorry for my grandbaby. He um, put you in this situation so you can trust him, so you can learn to walk and have faith and know that God is who he says he is. He wants to prove himself to you. God wants us to see that he is who he says he's in the word. So that's that's my input, Pastor, back to you. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you. And, and that is one of the things that he said, but, but one of the key words, it says, but without faith it's impossible to speak God. Why, why, why without faith it's impossible? The thing is what? that, that that you have to believe. You know, but when you go forth, overseer, when you go forth and you go forth and do something in, in where it doesn't manifest right there in front of you, but you still go forth and do it, you go right ahead and do it, even though you can't see it, and even though all the circumstances around you says it's not going to be so, but because you believe it, 
You still go forth that shows it, shows your belief in God. It shows God that you have faith in him, that you believe in him. Because even though it's not seen in the natural, in the supernatural in your eye, you still believe in it. So you still push forth and do what God has told you to do. You still go forth in it with your belief. You go forth and just do it. Do it. Because that shows God that my child believes in me, and then God will manifest it. It will become thee. You will be able to see it before your eyes. You will be able to see it before your eyes. You just got to believe it before you can see it. And see, that's the key word. The key word here, the key word here is belief. Mm-hmm. You believe, it's your belief that empowers your faith. It's your belief. You know, I, I, I had a mother-in-law, God bless her. Uh, 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 Miss Miller. Awesome woman, God. From the But one day she sat me down and she said, you know what? Let me tell you a story about when I first got into the church and everything. She said, I believe there was a God, but I didn't have faith. Amen. You can believe and don't have faith. He said, I read the book and all that stuff that he said. I believe that he, that he was God, but I didn't, I didn't have faith that he could do the stuff that I didn't that all the stuff that they said he did. I had no faith that he could do that. And then she got her legs to fall. She went down. And when she started adding the power of her belief and having faith in God's word. Not only did the woman end up getting a prosthetic leg and able to walk at her age, but she turned around and due to her faith and believing that God could do anything, then she turned around and got a kitchen. And it lasted quite a long time with a young girl that died and and it and it accepted her body and she was all right for a couple of years and then it was then after the something happened, I don't know what happened medically with some things, but uh they had to take it out and she had to uh be on the list for another one but during that time last and then passed away. But she started understanding and being more And lifted up her faith more with her belief and put them both together. Because she put the action to it. Because she thought, because God demonstrated something for her to see the action. That when faith is activated, you'll see the work of faith come Amen. to pass in your life. <laughs> it's what you believe in. And that's why we're going to go on. And then it says, for he who comes to God must believe that he sees, there go the word, must believe that he is and that he is a reward of those who diligently seek him. When, when you start believing in God, God has to come and operate. It says this, that you must first believe that, that God is. And 
rewarder of them who diligently seek him. So that means that once you start believing and you start diligently seeking God to bring about what you ask for, God's got to do it because he just told you, just diligently seek me. And, and, and what I'm going to tell you is this, don't let people say you only pray for something one time. Just diligently is going to be you praying about the same thing over and over People tell you, oh, you don't need to be praying for that thing. Yes, you do, because you're diligently seeking God to bring that thing to pass. I didn't say it, the book, the word says, those who diligently seek me. And it's the only way to seek God, we seek God in the word, and we seek God in prayer. So if you diligently seek him, diligently. And that means. We're going to take those of you out to be constantly. And I got to bring, I got to bring the path to constantly. Let people tell you, oh, that's, you ain't got to keep doing that. Oh, they don't take all that. Let me tell you something. You need to get whatever you desire, you need to go. What they mean that you go to get. Let nobody tell you no different. So it goes on to say, He is a reward of those who give me. In the seventh verse, it says, By faith, Lord being divinely born of things not yet seen. Moved with garlic fear and prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became part of the righteousness which is according to faith. Hey, we are saying that we say by faith, Lord being divinely born of things not yet seen. Sometimes, Lord, I'm wonderful, some things that, that, that ain't been seen, and are you going to believe in what God warns you about, or are you going to just ignore There's some things that, uh, and I have a lot of women that be on this ministry, there's some things that God told you all about your families and your children. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> and then God run back and tell them, and they the accept it or they ignore it. And when they ignore it, they, they fall in that same thing they, that they ignore come to pass. But due to your righteousness, due to your righteousness, a lot of things may come to pass to show them and no harm comes to them because you believe it. Your faith will cover your loved one. Your faith will cover your love. Amen. I'm telling you, allow your loved ones to be thankful for you. So it goes on to say, by faith, Abraham, and we're going to look 
talk about the faith of Abraham now. <coughs> it says, by faith Abraham obtained, I mean, excuse me, by faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith he dwelled in the land of promise and in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac, Jacob, inheritance with him of the same promise. But he waited for the city which has foundation, builder, and maker is God. Do you know it was nothing that led Abraham to leave his mother, his father, and everybody? <clears throat> but him believing in the in the in the voice and the God that came to him. If any of y'all ever study the the story to, to go back and we're doing we just came out of it, but we're still in it with uh Pastor Charles and uh ministry. They are learning so much and you can learn so much about Abraham. Abraham left Jesus because God came to him and said, You need to get out of here. And and come with me. And God said some things, and then God said to him that I don't have nobody to swear to, but I'm swearing to myself that what I'm telling you, I will believe. Abraham believed in God, so he did. And see, wherever you believe, you become obedient to what you believe. I'm going to tell you all that again. Whatever you believe in, you'll be, become obedient to what you believe in. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's a, you know, that's for a man or woman. I'm going to take, take that. If a man or woman is within relationship, if you believe in your husband, you'll be obedient. If that man believes in you, he'll be obedient. Amen. But what you believe in, you'll be obedient. Yes, Lord. That's what Abraham did. Abraham was obedient. <clears throat> he goes on to say, by faith he dwelled in the land of promise, as in the far country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob. The herd is with him of the same promise. And they were the same promise. God gave him that they would be able to be blessed by those same promises. All they had to do was believe and faith in God like he is. And let me tell you something. Right here shows you that he says Isaac and Jacob. Now Isaac was Abraham's son. Jacob was Isaac's son. But yet these are some of the premier inside the Old Testament that brought together. And, 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 and the thing about it, the 12 tribes came out of Jacob's lineage Because Jacob believed in God and brought and did everything. Yeah, Jacob was a slickster. He was a, he was a taller. He was all that. But yet, he still did the will of God because he had faith in God. Amen. Ain't nobody perfect, so don't don't look at yourself as being perfect, but just believe in God and 
faith in God and don't worry about how precious you are. Let your your faith and let your hope in God be true. That's all. Let it be true. Amen. Amen. Oh, boy. This is something tonight, ain't it? And yes. So it goes on to say, I check this out. This for you, this for you women. This is help some of you women out here. So I, I, I'm telling you, when you get talking about Sarah, it's something else. But it says, by faith, Sarah herself also received prayer. So she divorced out. And when she was past the age, because the judge said, faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky and multitudes, and innumerable as the sands which is by They were just born. By faith, Sarah herself also received sense. Now we, we we know that the Sarah turned around and so Abraham he go lay with the home girl and all like that. And so she didn't really, if we look at it, she really didn't show no really belief in what God said. <coughs> but sometimes when you don't believe, God will still do what He told you He's going to do to bring you into a place to believe. Amen. Come on. You got to understand that. But sometimes when you say, well, God told her, she laughed when God said, oh, look, I'm old as I am, I ain't going to have no baby. And then she gave him over to, to her handmaid. Hey, man, go lay up with her, have a baby. I ain't going to have no baby. So God let her do it. Then God turned around and, and, and let her get pregnant. Yeah, she pregnant. Do you know the whole time she was pregnant? I, I believe that she was mad at herself for letting her go over there and get that other woman pregnant. Mm. Because she didn't really believe what God had told her. So God mm. gave her the evidence to believe from now on, whatever I say. Sometimes we may not believe God is. And God will do it anyway that's in your faith that what you believe I can't do, watch I can do. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to Sarah. And you see, she got mad. She made Abraham put her and he still out of the camp, send him out of here. You got to go. She was born mad and herself for letting it happen, and she put her anger out on Ishmael and said she had to go. I, will, I, will, I want to go to my house and talk from there, but I have to go. Let me tell you something. <coughs> Ishmael's mother was a black woman, and you know that man was not going to stop going over there to that black lady house. 
here to put out. Gotta go. Um, it's a gift from one man, and then as good as this, we're born as many as the stars, sky, and moon, innumerable stands with fire. Maybe about the man, one man that was dead, and, and, and that one man was Abraham. Abraham was old. Abraham was still having kids. And what he started, what he started, his grandson finished it all. His grandson made the seven, twelve tribes of Israel. That means there were twelve boys that came out of that man's limit. Out of Jacob's limits to make the thing of the 12,000 years. <laughs> and that's how I found the That it, it, it was the tribe of Joseph. And it was the tribe of, the, of, of all the rest of them, the, the rest of the, the sons of Jacob. And you know what? Jacob had two wives. But he had faith to believe that what God had put on him that he could make come to pass. And he had 12 boys out of four women. His wives let him have, have, have children by they, by they, by they made circles, both of them, Rachel and, uh, mm-hmm. and her sister. And he made, and it came to pass that what God said that would come out of the limits of Abraham came to Jacob to bring about fulfillment of the twelve tribes of Israel. Faith, he believed, in him, and in his belief, he was able to come to do what God had told us. When we believe and have faith, we're able to do things that God tells us. Amen. All we got is anybody got any comments before I go on? It says the heavenly host. Now we're going to talk about hope. <coughs> the heavenly host. It says these all died in faith. Not having received the promise, but having seen them afar off and were assured of them. Embrace them and confess that they were strangers and children on the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a home land. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. But now they could find a better place that is a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. And here we, go. Here we just talk about hope. You know, we all are hoping. And inside our hope is where our faith is at. <laughs> here's, 
how they were hoping and they wanted to return. And 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 God has prepared a city for them. And we know that because when we look at the children of Israel, they lost hope and having faith that what God sent them into the promised land that they could overtake these people and, and embrace the land that God told them they could have. So he made them wander in the desert for 40 years. And you mm-hmm. know, he allowed that 40 years for the old ones that were in doubt and didn't believe in God. And he raised them up to place to go in there that believed that they could take the days to do what God said he could do. And that's what we have to do and be an example for our and for our children's children. That we need to be the example to show them that whatever God said that, that he would do in our lives, that we believe, we have faith, and we trust that God would do. Because I tell my kids and I tell my grandkids, they say, there ain't nothing God can't do. The only one that hindered the movement of God in your life is you. If you don't believe, you can't. I can pray for you all day to get healed, but if you don't believe that God can heal you, it won't happen. And then, and then again, that's the way I feel. But sometimes it may happen, but God has shown you that in my believing that you will be healed, that you'll be healed. I'm, I, I know, you know, that, that, that some people on this line that believe that somebody was going to get healed and they didn't believe they were, but they ended up getting healed. My God. <clears throat> right. You had to turn around and tell them, yeah, that was God. Amen. That was God. Always. You know? <laughs> now, <laughs> But now they desire a better, a better. That is a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called a God. He has prepared a city of comfort. You understand that? That that God God always has something prepared for us. We just got to have faith in God to get to that place that He's prepared for. Amen. You got to believe in it. Because once you start believing it, you'll see what God has prepared for you. Yes. Amen. Now we just want to talk. And after this one, I'm going to close it out. Faith of... And, and, and... We want to talk more faith about Abraham. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promise offered up his only begotten son. Uh, Let me tell you something. Sometimes sometimes we got to test our faith. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes our faith is going to be tested what we believe in. There's things that are going to 
and of our to our life, then we're going to have to we're going to have to look look at at uh, uh and say, <coughs> okay, my faith is being tested. Okay, we talk about faith tonight. Something's going to come by, might come in some of our lives after the night that our faith is going to be tested. Amen. You believe, you know? And the word tells us that we have to test our faith. Upon the scripture. I'm going to look it over. <clears throat> because I know there's a scripture that tells us we're going to test our faith. And I'm going to look it up now. Okay. Um, over I'm in here. James, over in James 1. James 1 and 3. James one and three says, Wow, knowing that the testing of your faith will be complete. Our faith is going to be tested to see if we're going to be able to wait on God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because you know that the testing of your faith is weakened. Mm-hmm. You know, do we have patience to wait on God when we're going through something? Amen. And, 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 and let me tell you what, what happens, that when we're waiting for something and we don't understand that our faith is being tested, it's being tested. Amen. Did I tell you all that again? It's being tested to see if you will hold on and wait on God or you give up. Now, overseer, what you're saying, I truly, truly do believe because as I said to my family, I said ever since God had me to embark on not just having this, my pastoral service for just for my family to really speak to my family, um, things been coming at me with sickness and different things. But my faith, call it off, you're sick. or I'm still going to go through with it because this is what God has whispered in my ear for me to hear to do. And my faith is that I know that this is just a trial, a test in the trial, because I know he's going to bring me through it. Amen. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to give up. Amen. And that's just sometimes we just got to wait on the Lord. The Bible says, yes. those who wait on the Lord, he will renew their strength. And they will mount up on wings and knees and run, not be weary and walk, not be stop having patience to wait on God. Amen. Uh, uh, it also says down in 2 Corinthians, the first 
Amen. You know that you know it. <laughs> because when you know it, then you bring him back to mind, okay. And that's what Hezekiah did. Hezekiah, what I'm going to do is just read that to you. give you an example. I'm going to say because I really want y'all to catch this part. And here's a cow. And here's a cow sick. And here's a cow sick. And in those days, here's a cow sick in mid-death. And Isaiah, the prophet of the son of Ammon, went to him and said to him, First of the Lord, take the house, Lord, for you shall die. Then he turns his face towards the wall and prays to the Lord, saying, Remember. Yeah, he's bring God and remember. Sometimes we got to bring God and remember of the words that he has spoken to us in the word. So he says, Remember. Now, O Lord, I pray how I have walked before you in truth from the royal heart. <laughs> and they have done what was good in your sight. As the child was then it happened before Isaiah had got gone out into the middle court. As the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Turn and tell Hezekiah to lead up my blessings the Lord God of David, your father. I have heard your prayer, and I have seen your tears. Surely I will do. When we bring things back to God, God has got to recognize. Mm-hmm. back to God. God has got to recognize the words that are coming out of your mouth because they're not your words. They are his words, and you only bring them back to him for to remember what he has told you in the word of God. Amen. Come on, now. This is some good teaching tonight, y'all. This is some good teaching tonight. Because because a lot of us don't, when we go into prayer, we ain't bringing God into remembrance. We're asking and begging and pleading for God to do something, but you ain't bringing them back to what he told you that he would do. You ain't bringing the word back to him. You're bringing your own word. That's why you're not seeing what you're supposed to see. you got to bring the word of God for your healing. you got to bring the word of God to come out of problems. you got to bring the word of God back to God to talk about that what you need. I, I, one thing he said, seek the kingdom of God for his righteousness, and I add all other things. Where are the other things, God? That you're going to add on to me. Because you're taking the word back. He says that the just are live by faith. Okay, I got to live by faith. Now let me see the materialistic things and the things that I need that I'm believing that I haven't faced it, let me see them show up so that I got to live by them. Anybody with me? Amen. Amen. So <coughs> you can believe one thing. Tell your kids something so you don't let it bring it back to your memory. Tell your kids you're going to buy them a car 
but he graduated from high school. Only in the ninth grade, I bet you by the time we get to the 12th grade, you're going to say, yo, don't you remember you told me you were supposed to be a talk? Mm-hmm. What about that, y'all? Y'all need to be like them too. Y'all need to be just like them. But let's go on. Let me go back. We will continue in the other part of the Monday. So he goes on to section. And he who has received the promise offers up the only begotten son, for whom he was who it was said, and Isaac your seed shall be called. From whom that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which he also received him, and of signification sent. So here, here, even though, even though, one thing that I that Abraham knew, that if, if I kill my son, I'm, I'm only doing what you told me. But I know one thing: you're the same God that gave me this son, the only son I got that you told me I was gonna have for my wife. Even though I got Ishmael, it still wasn't the promise that you made to me. It was the promise now. So if I take his life, I ain't worried about it. You gonna give him his life right back. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So he went on in his belief of that God, but God turned it around and had a ram in the bush. So he went out to do it. Sometimes God will send you to do something just to see if you do it, that you believe in him, and he'll have a ram in the bush so you won't have to. <laughs> That's right. God sometimes just want to see what your case is. Because a lot of us can talk the talk until we walk the walk. Mm-hmm. Find a lot of people that talk the talk. But don't, don't really have the faith that they need to have to be, to be who they say they are. I told some people today, I, I don't even deal with pastors that I call to come see. When they say they got to pray about it, God bless you. You keep praying. Because if God opens, if there's a door open and God and that door is open, but you'll know God says if the door open, don't worry about it. Whether God, <coughs> if a door opens for you to go in the gay church to go preach, you should have you should have enough faith in God to go in that church and go preach because God is sending you to go there. That door opens for you to go give a word. If God, if the door for you to walk in hell to go preach, you should have to call on God and say, God, is this the door you open for me? No, you should be able to go preach and say, Lord, be with me while I go in there and give your word. And why I say that, and and, and people can argue all these God already told you, be ready in season and out of season to give my word. Any any turn around and, and, and told you one thing, one thing. 
He said, go and spread the gospel throughout the world. Wherever you, wherever you go, spread the word of God. So then he gave you a more powerful thing for you to have faith and believe in him. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Wherever you go, I'm going to be with you. How much more was God not going to be with you? And you're going to, you're going to deliver his word. You got to pray. I got to look to the hills and come my house and all that other stuff. When Jesus said that I gave you the authority over the enemy, he gave us the authority. We got dominion back. We got all this stuff back, but yet we call on God to go. <laughs> and sometimes I think God is they look at you and say, what they call me for? Why are they calling me? I already told them to go do it. So they come to the house. My God. I'm going to be right there with them. They're calling me for them. I already told them. I want to go do it. Go preach this season after season. Don't worry about it. I'm with And that's what he told Jeremiah. When Jeremiah said to him, I'm only a child. He said, don't even worry about it. I'm going to be with you. So they, I'm going to be with you. Go read your Bible and, and read about them old people. And you won't have to without have a doubting of faith in what God has told you to do. You will assume the faith that God will be with you no matter what you're doing in his name. As long as you're doing it in the name of Jesus Christ, he's going to be right there. I'm sorry, I got a little excited. Anyway, in verse, we're going we're gonna to close this out in verse 20, 20, 21, 22, which is the last verse. In 21, it says, By faith, I bless Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph. Each of his sons up close and worship, leaning on the top of his head. <coughs> and they say, by faith, Joseph, when he was dying, and gave instruction concerning his body. See how powerful this last one was. That 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 Joseph told the children of Israel that when they leave to take his bones with them when they leave, that he had his faith that they were gonna leave Egypt. And that Moses, he just, that 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 they were gonna have and I'm just gonna call him their Messiah to come and lead them out, that he had faith that it was gonna happen. So he gave them instructions that when y'all leave Y'all get my bones and take with y'all to the promised land. Mm-hmm. Ain't that something? That's faith. That's faith after death. That's faith after death. <clears throat> see, let me see where how faithful we are. That we're going to live the life and we're going to tell our children when I, on my dying day, I'm hoping to be able to say to my child, don't worry about me. I'm going to be with Jesus. 
That's where my faith is going to be in them last words if I get to say them to my children. I'm going to be with you. Because that's what I'm going to believe. That's where my faith is going to be. And when I move on, it's my faith that, that my children are always going to be able to say, God, that my father is dead. And the way he left me, he's going to be with God. He's going to be with you. Somebody needs to say amen because y'all need to be able to say that to your children. Amen. That's right. Y'all need to be able to say that. If you know that your faith stands, if you know you're going to be with Jesus one day. Yes. Yes. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to do whatever I got to do. And even if I don't, even God knows I'm trying to do the best I can. Mm. My I, gosh. I, and I see, I know God will. My father lived to be 110 years old. My father lived to be old. He outlived all his wives. There's only one woman that's living today that had a child for me, and that's my, my oldest sister that's here today. Her mother's still alive. But all other women that he had kids from died before beforehand. And my father was, my father was that record. The patient made a record about my dad. And that record was Papa was a rolling stone. Every day this happened. That was my dad. Amen. But you know what? I took care of my dad all the way to 99, 400. And my daddy read his Bible every day. He talked about God every day. Because God gave him the opportunity to change his life around and be able to be saved and to be to be with Because if he just took my father's life way back in the 50s or the 60s, my father would have went to hell. He gave him, because he chose him, and he gave him that opportunity. And my father did not. He did not. Make that opportunity useless to him to be able to have faith to be with God. Somebody's going to listen to this, and that's going to help them. That no matter where you're at, God, and God will give you the opportunity to do right. Because I'm telling you, if you believe and you have faith that God is able, God will definitely open up the door. Open up the door for you to see the manifestation of your faith in him. Amen, amen. We're going to stop here. And amen. And you Monday at uh, verse 23. Bible study on Monday night. So we're going to be from 23 all the way down to 30. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. All the way down to 40. So <clears throat> we're going to have a little bit to talk about. But um, I love it. Let me go over some things. 
and I got to put action to that word of God, action to it. Yes. Um, I'd like to say it was a good teaching on tonight and that we have to be careful. Excuse me. Give me that little girl. We have to, um, <laughs> we have to be careful that we don't mess up our own healing, our own blessings by not Amen. having the faith that we're supposed to have, by not waiting on God, by not believing, by allowing fear to come in and capture our faith. And that's the opposite of faith is fear. And we can't allow the enemy to come in and have us thinking that God is not going to do what he said he's going to do. You know, sometimes people who are sick, they go through treatments, and it seems like when they go through the treatments, they get other symptoms, they get sick, they get sores, hair, they, you know, lose their hair, and the teeth fall out, all kind of things, and they begin to get discouraged because they say, if I serve a God that loves me, if I serve a God that says if I cast all my cares upon him because he cares for me, if I serve a God that says he would never leave me or forsake me, why am I going through this? So we have to be careful that we don't abort our own blessings by having strongholds. So we have to learn to cast down those vain imaginations and exalt his very self against the word of God and just walk in faith and know that we are not a victim, but we are victorious in all our circumstances. I've been holding that the whole time, Pastor. So back to you. Amen, amen, amen. We thank you for those things, both of you, Pastor, uh, all by name, Pastor Washington. There's a little prophet. Got anything you want to say? A little prophet. About to get in trouble if you don't sit down. <laughs> thank you. You hear, don't you? Hey, I hear. <laughs> well, we thank everybody tonight. We will let this post be posted on Facebook in the next couple of hours. So if y'all want to share it with any of your friends, please tell them to listen in. I'm quite sure we will be doing part. Chapter 11, we'll be doing 23 to 40 on Monday at 8 o'clock. So come join us again. Everyone, please join us on tomorrow night at 7 o'clock where we'll have our very own half-doctor, Mr. Charles out of the Bronx, New York, come join in the Word of God. And with that, we're going to say tonight, and we always say, closing out the line, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. We ask you all to bring your friends and tell everybody. We love everybody, and as I always say, closing out the line. Yeah, I was wondering. Amen. Amen.